Somebody I haven't seen in a while. It was nice to see her. And I got to meet a new dog, which always makes me happy. And I also got to watch um, the docu- documentary of Justin from Blue October. It was just released today. And I don't even know if released is the right word. There was four showings. And it was definitely... Um, God devastating, uplifting, crazy. Like, so it was so many things. There's so many emotions. Um, it was about his journey through life, essentially, and through his drug and alcohol use and how it impacted the people around him. It's really interesting when we hear the perspective of our loved ones, you know, when we don't know what we're doing. So... Yeah, so it was pretty productive. And then I was a bad girl and I bought more ice cream. I know you're probably thinking I'm an ice cream addict too, but you know what? I haven't smoked a cigar in four days. So I'm taking the ice cream and cookies as a, it's okay. (laughs) So anyway, um, we still got a few more of these checklist of symptoms leading to relapse. I hope that you're enjoying this. I know I am going back to thinking about these things. I will say that my brain is getting a little jumbled. I think I told you that I was exposed to a different podcast that is is centered just on a different style of not using. I don't even want to say addiction because I don't even know that they call it an addiction. So I'm just learning a lot by listening to them. And it's it's kind of screwing me up. It's like, ooh, do I, where do I land in this spectrum? Am I open-minded enough to absorb what they're putting out? And and so far I am. Like it's, it's intriguing. And like I said, once I know a little more, um, I'm going to try to get some of their people on the show to teach us all a little bit more about their strategies. Um, you know, I don't really care. I don't want to say don't care in the sense of like I don't care, but I don't care which method people use to find their best life as long as they're on the path to finding their best life. So if that's a road of a group that doesn't believe that it's an addiction but has different methods or if it's like Neil's very... um psychology approach and you could tell that I really I I really liked what he had to say because I keep going back to that or GA which has added value to my life or even you know group whether it was at a center like where I went or or where I go here or like inpatient so lots of options um, and church spiritual well I'm not trying to lump those in together but some people use religion and church as a way to heal as well. So lots of different choices. It's it's going to be a fun evolution together, guys, because 
I'm going to keep trying to learn and share and hopefully you learn and grow and evolve with me. That will, that will make it all worth it actually. Um, if, if people are growing and changing and looking at things different. So thank you for being here and I am going to read the next one. So the 11th symptom leading to relapse is letting up on discipline. Prayer, meditation, daily inventory, GA attendance. Sorry about that. I think I'm going to throw my computer out the window. It's really aggravating me. Okay. Anyway, prayer, meditation, daily inventory, GA attendance. This can stem from either complacency or boredom. You cannot afford to be bored with your program. And the program could be whatever of those things like I just mentioned. The cost of relapse is always too great. So as I was walking into my building tonight, I had I'd recorded a podcast with a guest that we're going to have down the road before I went for my walk. And as I was walking to my building, I was like, oh, sugar, I still got to record my goodnight podcast. And I'm, I'm correlating that to this because it would have been easier to just come home, get settled and go to bed. You know, that's it would have been easier to do that for the last I think we're on 55. This is the 55, 55th night in a row I've been with you. And I haven't missed a morning or a night with you. And I appreciate you being here because you're my accountability. If I was, well, we know that I, I was active in group prior to lockdown and I've attended some virtual meetings, but they're not quite the same And that's okay. And now I have a class on Monday and Wednesday, so I can't make group like I was. Um, But I need to be here with you. I need to be very mindful and and work on my recovery. You know, work on not wanting to bet, work on not wanting to drink, work on not wanting to smoke. And I know the show's not about all those things, but I'm guessing there's someone out there that can relate to having a couple of these things all together. It's not just about gambling. Well, I mean, the show's supposed to be, but I have a feeling that um, there's there's probably some folks that may smoke or may drink in addition to gambling. <laughs> At least that's what it seems like when you go to the casino, right? Um, so it's important to think about it every day and work on it every day and maybe not dwell in it you know, and, and there is a distinction there. We can't have a pity party like, oh, poor me, I got to do the work. And the things that we talk about, I, I think that even someone who doesn't have a problem with gambling, I'd like to think that they could benefit from self-improvement, you know, things as simple as being kind. The lady I interviewed tonight referenced um, the fourth step but she said the fear fourth step she works every day and we didn't we didn't really get into that but she's not you know she shared with me that she's not necessarily an addict on anything but she finds it important for her well-being you know as a human and for her own development so I think we all probably have room to grow and we all want to be happy and we all want to be successful whatever those things are And I do believe and would preach from every mountaintop that it takes work. And the work doesn't have to be treacherous, though. I mean, I enjoy talking to you guys. 
I enjoy learning the new things to bring to the table for you. I just got brave. You know, I, I'm in that alcohol group now as well. And it's not AA. It's, it's a different kind of format, a virtual one. And it was even pre-quarantine. And I volunteered now to be the host of a couple webinars, which I've had mixed feelings about. I don't want to step on... Um, the toes of the guy who runs the show, you know, and his podcast and his community. So I've kind of been trying to stand back from that. But when I reframed it, like I need to give back, that's what's motivating me to do these, these webinars. You know, it shouldn't be all the same people having to do the work. It's really kind of a cool concept. They share and, and alternate and different people lead and have different topics. And, that one that I went to, I really enjoyed. And then, you know, we had our class Tuesday night and I enjoyed that as well. So I'm going to try to make it the best experience I can for these guys. I'm going to do some, some prep and I'm going to learn some things and I'm sure that I'll learn things from everybody on the call. And that's, what's kind of neat about some of these situations, like the Asia trip, for example, it didn't feel like recovery. It felt like vacation but we worked on a recovery, even on vacation, every day. And the the vacation, I'm supposed to go to Kansas City in July, which I'm expecting will get delayed probably. Uh, but when I go to Kansas City, I go to GA meetings. It's I build it into my schedule and I don't make plans. And I see my community and get my, my dose of, of my medicine as, you know, a lot of people in the environment call it, you know, meetings are medicine for the addiction being the disease. There's a school of thought around that. So it's important to me and it's important that I talk about it, you know, especially there because it would be so easy. Like I've told you that here in New York, I have one casino that I have a relationship with more so than the one that's behind my house. Well, in Kansas City, I have a relationship with a couple and one of them is, you know, back and forth to the airport. I literally drive by it. And I have a lot of, you know, even in a rent-a-car, I think it would want to drive off the exit. So I need to make sure that my armor is on when I do that. So, yeah. So let's not let up on our discipline. How about that? <laughs> That's the theme of the night. Okay. I'm going to go get jammies on. I will talk to you guys in the morning. Um Oh, here's another example of letting go, letting up on discipline. So two days ago, I think maybe it was David. He didn't get rest and he canceled the bike ride. And then yesterday I was up most of the night before. So I canceled the bike ride. So I, I just texted him a little while ago and I was like, dude, we have no excuses. We have to go tomorrow. Because what happened, we got into this like with the rainy days and the colds and we talked ourselves out of going and there was like probably a four day gap or a week gap. There was a gap in the amount of days we were riding and we actually talked about how easy it is to get out of the habit. And we don't want to get out of the habit. We want to do a good job. And I need exercise so that I can get more ice cream. Melabars, Okay, I'm going to bed now. I'm going to go get ready for bed. So have a marvelous night. Ciao.